I swear to God, I swear to God. Allergy pills, man, they're fucking lifesavers, bro. I mean, Ultra, yeah, true that, I know. Um, yeah, but did you see, I mean, honestly, like, what did you think of the James Webb uh, satellite photos that came out from NASA? They're oh, fucking... This is cool. They look fucking crazy as fuck to see, uh, I to did, see it like that, you know? So yeah. fucking, like, uh, clear. Clear, like, clean as fuck, yeah. yeah. Um, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Renderos Bros. Yeah, um... Yeah, episode... It, 112. 112. <laughs> Way off. Um, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it, as always. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, for those of you who have seen the satellite images, let us know what you think. Find us on Instagram as they're in there, Bros. But, um, yeah, there was one thing I did learn um, about one of the most popular quotes that was given to the wrong person. Somewhere, something incredible is waiting to be known. It was mistakenly attributed to the great astrophysicist, uh, Carl Sagan. Yeah. And it turns out that was wrong. Uh, it was all part of a Times article in the 70s when they had done, I I forget what the initial magazine article is. I didn't, I didn't read too much about it on, on uh, from Hank Green's Twitter. Yeah. But one of the things we found out is that that quote actually came from the science journalist who wrote the article. Like, they interviewed Carl Sagan in the article and quote him on other stuff. Yeah, but that quote in specific is from a woman named Sharon Beagley. Okay, um, she's the one who said something somewhere. Something incredible is waiting to be known. Like that's, uh, and it's a famous quote that everybody from Obama to AKA Hank Green to AKA, uh, you know, like they were the ones who falsely tie everybody falsely tied it to uh, Carl Sagan. It, it turns out, nope, uh, wrong. We're we're all wrong. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, yeah, uh, she passed away, I think, uh, if I remember correctly. 2014 is what um, uh, Hank Green said, lung cancer, even though she had never smoked in her life. She, her her last article five days before she passed away was about lung cancer happening in non-smokers and how there's been a rise of those cases over the decades. Oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah, but that was like that was her last contribution to science journalism was that article. Uh, but yeah, but this quote is fucking awesome. The pictures are fucking amazing. Um, yeah, you fucking, it's kind of crazy to see those colors and all that kind of shit. It's trippy. Dude, it fucking pops like a motherfucker. Yeah, like it's trippy it, as fuck. You, uh, there's one of the different galaxies that are kind of like hanging out. I forget what the, the picture is called. It's got like a, a name. Yeah. Um, and the Hubble image is definitely blurrier. Like you can definitely tell like it does not have the sharpness like this camera does. Image of space. It's, al- it's, it's almost like 1,111. It's almost like science can uh, make things better as time goes on with more learning and knowledge. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so what do we got on deck for the beer of the week? Uh, thanks to the compa, Ryan the, the Lion. Oh. Uh, he fucking hooked us up with this Mother's Earth Brew Co. Cali Creamin. Cali Creamin? Cream Ale, ya bish. Uh, tasty notes, vanilla bean, cool and crisp, smooth finish. Ale with natural, that was fucking horrible. Ale with natural <laughs> flavor added. 12 filled ounces. There's not much on this can, so I can't read much more besides alcohol 5%. Mother Earth Brewing Co. Yeah. Uh, the logo's kind of cool. I like that. It has like a little fucking. Uh, uh, the tree? Volkswagen bug van. Oh, with a oh, fucking oh, surfboard oh, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the logo beer. itself is a tree. Yeah, kind of a tree with like drops. Tree with the Mother Earth. Like the, yeah, Mother Earth M and E. Los Roots. Yeah, Las la, Rutas. Las Rutas. Yeah, um, 
I, I, I've actually Excuse always wanted to try this. Yeah, let me crack my shit open. Yeah, go for it. I've always wanted to... No. I've always wanted to try this beer. We would sell it at the old company that I used to work for, and I fucking hate with all my heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And uh, tell us how you really feel. Uh, fuck Trader Joe's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. I fuck, fuck, fuck that place. Um, but I never bought the beer. But it always caught my attention. Like there was something about the color scheme, the 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 surfboard leaning against the the Volkswagen van, and I was just always like, hell, I want to try that. Oh, he's a sucker for blues. I'm a sucker for blues. <laughs> Someone was like, I'm representing Crip. No I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not a Crip. <laughs> yeah, right. Has anybody would ever confuse me for being a fucking crib with the way that I speak? <laughs> like, excuse me, that's the most educated crib I've ever seen. All right. Yeah, What's no. Cook. Hey, cook. Shout out to the boy uh, Mac Fresh. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I mean. <laughs> oh man, and and the homie Snoop Dogg. He's <laughs> right. got a good color. Uh, f- but oh yeah, you can definitely taste. Oh, I smell it. it definitely like smell. A- for me, it smells like a like a light cream soda. Yeah, you can smell the cream off that motherfucker. You know what I mean? No, it's got a it's got a pretty refreshing taste. I'm I'm like knocking it back right now. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Let me get a fucking yeah, taste. Go for it. Go for it. It's, it's definitely creamy. This. It definitely feels like you're drinking like a really heavy creamed beverage, but nice and lightly balanced. It's and the the lingering of the cream in the end. Damn, that's fucking good, man. It's good. No, it's it's really nice. It's really good. I, I'm a big fan of cream soda. Yeah. Uh, um. So this really fucking hits a hits a ballpark for me right there, man. It's fucking really good. It's no, really it's good. It's good. It's fucking it has great balance, like you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not much of hops. More no. like a cream flavored, but it kind of lingers at the end. It does, but not like heavy where it's fucking like. No, it's uh, real. It's real light, like that that aftertaste. Yeah. Like when you're drinking, it does. You do have the ale taste. Of the alcohol, but it's really well balanced with that cream. Yeah. Like they, they dance with each other really well. That cream. Uh, that cream. You want that Cali cream? Let me uh, get that cream. Um, that Cali. Hey, what's cream. up? You want some Cali cream? Carib. Carib. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Mark Wahlberg? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let's go. Yeah, but no, this I'm is doing really, homework for a roll. Yeah. This is really good, man. Honestly, like I would definitely be uh, partaking in some six packs. Yeah, of I, this. Think, I think it's fucking definitely a pickup. Um, I, would, I would definitely sit like eight for. I'm not a big like cream ale kind of guy, but I'd give this a solid eight for me. Okay, okay, yeah, I'd probably give it about the same. It's fucking good. It's a good beer. It's a good beer if you're fucking looking for some creamy. It is again. That was the uh, Mother Earth Bruco Cali Creamin. Yeah, check it out. Vanilla cream ale. Um, yeah, but you top get it 10, somewhere else. Don't go to Trader Joe's. Top no, don't don't buy it. Trader Joe's. <laughs> buy it somewhere else. Um. Top 10 films of the week. Shout out Bedmo. Up. <laughs> uh, grocery outlet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wine but, of spirits. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it's called, but you could probably find it there. Um, but uh, Thor Love and Thunder debuted with $144 million. Uh, it looks like people are definitely raring to go back to the movie theaters. Yeah. Uh, you have Minions, The Rise of Gru dropping the second place with still uh, an impressive 46 mil. Uh, but it did drop. Or fifty six point nine percent from its opening weekend to its newest weekend. Top Gun slips to third. Oh, that's right, baby. Third place, still raking in the cash. Uh, Fifteen million dollars a day. Uh, Elvis at eleven in the banco. Jurassic World Dominion at fifth place with eight point five million dollars. And I will say this: what uh, Top Gun came up before Jurassic World Dominion, right? Yeah, it just shows that like when you make a solid film compared to 
a dog shit, trash heap, fire, dumpster, fucking a landfill of a film, if you're asking. Yeah. Well, Paramount's been coming back, man. They've been doing some good, good, no, uh, I th- no, I think good stuff lately. Their big, their big blockbuster films have been pretty solid, I will yeah. say. Like, but like Universal and their shit, like I don't know, man. Like I don't understand. Like I have no appeal for Jurassic World at all. Like the, that, that fucking. I just want to go on the ride. That's we, that's it. No, the ride's fun. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. want to go. On the no, ride. I don't care. Like the ride all but day. The fucking movie. This shit is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, too much of this shit already. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, it just doesn't feel special anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, then you have the black phone and Chris Pratt. Just, just, just be a guardian fool. It's all good, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because you're always the same in every movie. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're not. Yeah. He's like, how are we gonna land this plane? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, space cowboys. I don't <laughs> fucking know what he says. Um, yeah. So the black phone dropped down to sixth place with seven point seven mil. I, I keep hearing good things about it. I've not seen it. Lightyear at number seven. Marshall with the Marcel the shell with shoes on. What a fucking title. Three hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars. Then you have Mr. Malcolm's list, uh, two fifty-five, and then Doctor Strange rounding up the top ten with two hundred and forty-five thousand dollars. And, uh, yeah, those are the top ten films of the week. I mean, it's an impressive opening, I mean, for Thor, Love, and Thunder. But it's been yeah. getting mixed reviews, and we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on. But first, we're going to be talking about season three of the Netflix show, The Umbrella Academy. Yeah, Umbrella. Um, you know, uh, man, uh, what did you think of this season? I fucking thought it was kind of cool. Uh, I, I didn't um, expect certain things to happen the way they did, for yeah. sure. Uh, so it kind of throws you for a loop in a sense, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, it it kind of slight slightly gets dull, I think, towards the end in a way, because just the end itself itself, like the last, you know, the way they ended that whole season for me wasn't like the best. Yeah, I thought it was kind of like ah man, I, like, I, what's up? Like what the I'm fuck? I'm always surprised at how like good the Umbrella Academy is. Yeah. Like there's something about it where like I'll forget about it when it's off the air. Yeah. And when it comes back, I get excited to watch it again. Yeah. And then, but it takes me a while to get back into it. If we had not decided to watch it, I don't know how long it would have been for me to actually go and and watch some and of those special effects. It. For sure, they kill it. The fucking uh, one of the memorable scenes for me was the scene where the dude fucking uh, blows, you know, kill, kills everybody in a sense. You know what I mean? And uh, when his mom dies, yeah, that fucking shit was tight. Look, they made it look really dope. You know? Yeah, no, they did a really good job. The special effects, everything. I think the cast is also really good. Like we talk about Stranger yeah, Things, solid for sure. Uh, you know, having a cast that I don't think you could replace anybody. Um, I think with Umbrella Academy, even though the writing isn't as, I would say, good at times, um, still the cast brings a, a pretty pretty good A-game. Like, I would say this is like, like if Stranger Things is like their A-tier shit, this is definitely B, B-tier. There's definitely holes. In, yeah, there's definitely holes where kind of like, why, why, why the fuck would that happen? And like, why is that? Yeah. But, you know, you kind of just got to let it go because... You know, it's the, a, it is what it is. It's a silly, goofy show yeah. um, that has a, the apocalypse always tied to it, which I think is kind of funny. Like, I, I do find how they're always facing the end of the world. And I, I like the, the mystery stuff that they do. I think that's always fun to watch. Yeah. Um, my, my favorite character on that show is Five. I oh, love yeah. Five is fucking, that fucking actor good, who brings Five to life. He is fantastic. Um, Klaus is a second for me, like yeah, personally. Klaus is sick too. Um, but I even but everybody gets their time to shine. I will say this: the actress who plays um Allison, 
holy shit, I have not hated a character like that, like for making bad decisions in a while. <laughs> like uh, Emmy Raver, uh, Lamp Lampman, uh, she plays Allison Hargreaves. My fucking god, she was pissing me off. Yeah, yeah, pissing me the fuck off, and I was like, that's good. That's good because she's doing her job. She's doing her job. Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, no. It, it was just a lot of fun to watch. Um, I would say they handled um, Elliot Page's character of Victor Hargreaves really well. Yeah, the fucking the way they they, they that, that she he he they introduced themselves right exactly. Yeah, you know, I mean, from one scene to almost the next, kind of real quick. But it was still like in a way where it's it it felt still natural in the world that they've built. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how Victor unfolds as a character and also Victor coming to terms with the fact that for a long time, the reason he felt like an outsider is because he was still an outsider to himself. Yeah, and it wasn't yeah. until he accepted himself that he realized like, oh shit, Sissy, right? Like Sissy flipped that switch last season, uh, his girlfriend from the 60s. Yeah. When Sissy flipped that switch, he realized, oh, I'm not being honest with myself. I've never been honest. I've always hidden myself. And watching how they play this character and how the family just accepted, oh, cool, no problem. Yeah. I, I did like Luther. When, don't be weird about it. And shit when, like that. Yeah, when Luther comes out, he's like, wait, what? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, how did I miss this? Yeah, yeah. Because Luther also, like, uh, the, played by um, Tom Hopper. Jesus Christ, he is so stupid. I love him. Yeah. I love that character as well. I love all that. I love that family. And my, my I was curious to see how um the just, sparrows the also the sparrows did good, you know. Yeah, what the mean? sparrows did good. Everybody uh, that played with the fucking in the sparrow family. Yeah. And then um Justin um Min who played Ben, I like the different Ben that he's playing. Still egotistical, still a know-it-all, but yeah. he's, but he's angry looking for validation. Like the family dynamics of the show, I think are just Spot on because Fuck yeah. the the fighting among siblings, the hashing it out, trying to sort it all out while growing up and being an adult and you know accepting responsibility for the stuff that you yourself have to change. Yeah, I, I thought it was really well. I, I didn't like. I didn't. One of the things I didn't like is when, uh, when um when they're first talking about uh Marcus being fucking a uh, captive or whatever the fuck, and like um Ellie Page's character and uh and um <clears throat> um the sister, Allison? the sister, yeah, are fucking talking to the fucking sparrows and like. Allison's fucking Allison's out. like, yeah, yeah. And it, it just comes off so fucking, like, lame for me. It doesn't come off well. Yeah. No, no. That, like, I thought that scene was just like, what the fuck? Are you that's what we're talking me? Yeah, but I also feel like, uh, I don't know if they, at that point in time, had really set in the anger that Allison was experiencing. Yeah. I, th I think it didn't, you know, like, I knew she felt bad because obviously she wanted to go visit her, her daughter, Claire, and, and yeah. she wasn't there. But, um... I, I just don't think they started out Allison. They already had put her in that war, in that headspace, but they didn't translate it very well to the audience. Yeah. So when Allison was betraying Victor's plan, uh, it did feel a little clunky. Like there's clunkiness throughout the show. Yes. But I think overall the show still works and is still enjoyable because of the cast and some and the goofy nature of the show. Um, I will say when Luther uh got sliced up by his dad i was like fucking reginald right like reginald you can't trust him like five is right you cannot trust reginald hargreaves yeah and to see how luther was like man like I i've not given this guy a fair shake and he got fucking stabbed and sliced across i was like god damn it and i, I you know i turned to to my <laughs> wife and i was like 
this motherfucker, man, he's died twice for this son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, got gorilla body because he died trying to fucking please his dad. And again, in just trying to accommodate this piece of shit, it gets fucking stabbed. And then Klaus gets betrayed. Yeah. But Klaus is too forgiving. That's his biggest problem. Uh, always like, no, 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 it's fine. We can work hippie, this out. You know? Yeah, he's a hippie. Um, but yeah, um, wh- wh- what I'm curious about is what the fuck happened to Sloan at the end of the season, right? Fucking Luther comes out. He's like, where's my wife? And uh, my That's theory true. my theory is, is Allison always wants to keep Luther in the back pocket in case things go wrong. That when she wished this new world into existence, the contract that she worked out with Reginald, she wished Sloan out of existence. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, because she's like, I mean, when she was experiencing that pain, which by the way, that scene got real uncomfortable real fast. Yeah. Um, when Allison was like telling Luther, like, you know, she kisses him. He's like, no, 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 no. That stuff, that time is gone. Like, I don't want, I don't want this. And she's like, I heard a rumor. He's like, don't, don't do this. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I think when that happened, she, in her anger, I think, saw that there's no way she can have him in the back pocket. She's got to do something. So when everybody came out, except Sloan, it, it felt like, okay, well, fuck fuck you, Luther. You're always going to be in my back pocket. Like, I don't know. That's just my theory. Yeah, well, she's a spiteful fucking person. So the, Yeah, the character that they wrote with Allison this season, I'm like, holy shit, she is so fucking wrong about everything yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, killing Harlow or Harlan, uh, you know, uh, which I was very curious as to who this character was. And it turns out it's the young boy from last season. That shit was crazy. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. Yeah. No, but it, 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 an enjoyable show. What would you rate it? I'd rate this fucking season, um, I'd give it probably a fucking eight, man. I definitely uh, liked a lot of it. Yeah. Like a good 85% of the fucking whole season in in all the episodes entireties. There are not very many uh, times where it's fucking like lame or slow or like, eh. You know yeah. what I mean? It goes, th- it runs really well. It does. Uh, they, most most of the episodes, I think, were under 50 minutes. Yeah. 49 like that, minutes, yeah. I think, is what the length of the show is. Uh, yeah, I'd also give it an eight. I think it's fantastically done, even with all the little hiccups here and there. Yeah. But I think they have a a great, fun, original kind of show. There was another another uh, part where yeah. I kind of fucking was like, what the fuck? But I, I can't remember at the moment. But okay, I will, Brandon. I will mention yeah, yeah. it. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, our movie of the week was Thor... Love and Thunder. So, but before we actually get into Thor, Love and Thunder, Welcome no, no, to the Thunder Dome. let's actually talk about Love, Thor, uh, Love, Love and Thunder. What, what did you think? Gee. What? What did you think of Thor, Love and Thunder? The movie. The movie. It was cool. It, it was, was cool. cool. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. It was. It was uh, I feel like Ragnarok uh, holds such a high bar. Yeah. For a Marvel film. Yeah. That you can't. It's it's hard to to place this one with that knowing it comes from the same um you know mind mind you know it's supposed to be thor 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 and like it's like kind of like and also the fact that they're the kids are a big ploy of the fucking film for me also you can't go so heavily crazy like you did before you know what i mean that's what i feel at least yeah those are my thoughts of it yeah so I, that's why for me i took it for what it was because of what they did and what they used in the film itself yeah you know what i mean i was i, was, I mean i will tell you this i think i, I did catch a fucking uh, editing slip right off the jump you know what, what was mean? the editing slip you caught uh the editing slip was uh christian bale is a uh, mirrored at about 
I think two or three minutes into the film. I think he was talking with the gods at one point. His uh, mole is on his left side, and then and then you know for that scene. Oh, when he's talking to the god of right. the forest, when yeah, he's like, oh, then it's on his right. Yeah, interesting. I yeah. did not catch that. What I caught was that this movie was not funny at all. Yeah, that's I, another thing too. I, the fucking some of the some of the like oh they inject this like something that's supposed to be yeah. funny to them. Then does not fucking the, go off at all. It's fucking like oh, I think I laughed. Fuck? Fuck I, th- I think I laughed twice, maybe three times throughout the entire. Yeah, me too. Film. I'd, say, I'd I'd say that, but um, like I said, the fucking fact that they have kids in it, I feel like they kind of like dumb it down. Everything well, that's going on in the world, for sure, got editing fucking got edited up for uh, that motherfucker because you can't. Maybe the maybe. world is the world is a, a little sensitive right now, and such a huge fucking film, such a huge anticipation of a film. Yeah, they had to. I at least believe that maybe they took that into consideration. I don't think they did. I think I what I what Taika Waititi uh, did was um, was a messy story. Um, you know, um, it just because it was written by Taika Waititi and Jennifer Caden uh, Robinson, uh, directed by Taika Waititi, of course. But my, yeah. my my whole thing was is that there was no. It felt empty. Like a lot of the humor, a lot of the moments. I think that uh, Christian Bale as um, as Gore. The God Butcher was a really good villain. You know, no more gods. I want to kill the gods. You know, um, and it felt like he wasn't used properly. Like I would have loved to have seen that fight with Sif when he took down the giant when Thor finds her and she's missing an arm. I would yeah. prefer to have seen that instead of being like, "Oh shit, you showed up too late." Show that scene, then have Thor arrive. You know, um, and. Like, I just feel like a lot... There's things that work in the thing. I think um, some of the moments of Jane Foster and Thor work pretty well. I don't think everything works. Like, I think there's 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 moments where it feels good, and there's moments where it feels a little forced, mostly when it comes to the humor, you know? Yeah, but they're um, injecting someone from a films that were lame, to say the least. Right, And but the, the thing that always worked between them was the Jane Foster and Thor relationship, but I feel like because they were trying to balance so much and they were trying to do, lean so much on the humor that everything fell short because now you're so focused on the humor, you're not even focusing on the relationships. And then another thing that pissed me off was the two fake-out deaths of Korg and King Valkyrie. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Zeus fucking blows up Korg. Oh, no, I'm fine. Fucking uh, King Valkyrie yeah, gets stabbed who's a rock though, yeah. by the God Butcher. You grab a rock and throw yeah. him down and it kind of chips a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's pretty much it. <laughs> and then you have King Valkyrie get fucking sidelined going into the third act by getting stabbed by the God Butcher. And, yeah. And, oh, no, no, I, you know, oh, it hurts, but I'll be okay. And it's like, don't don't fake it out. Don't try to fake it out like, you, you know, <laughs> this is bullshit. I mean, there are things that I I did really like. I yeah. loved the Shadow Realm sequence where everything was black and white, and it was only the colors from the weapons that they had picked up. Yeah, like the this, lighting shit. Yeah, the zoo shit did not work for me. Um, the goat humor, the ah, no, that was only cool like the first that they first introduced it, but then it just goes too much. Uh, the whole fucking rest of the movie. Yeah. Every time the fucking goats are there, the goats yeah, fucking screaming. I'm like, get the goats f- scream. I was like, get the fuck okay, out of here. Um, so for me, like. I have real problems with this film. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was messy. It was messy and not funny. And I think for me, Phase 4, now that we're this deep into the Phase 4 films, I think Phase 4 has been a disappointment for me. I think there's two films that worked for me, and that's Spider-Man No Way Home and Shang-Chi, and the rest of them are all misses. 
And, uh, you know, uh, what would you give Thor, Love and Thunder? Overall? Yeah, overall. I would just give it like a six, man. It's uh, just like whatever. I'm it's sitting- like, it's just, like I said, it's, to me, they, they, the bar is set too high for Thor films because of the past. And you can't, it's very hard to recreate what the magic that you have in your hand. I don't give a fuck who the fuck you are. Uh, the Godfather Y-ta- part Ta-ta- one Ta-ta- and part Ta-ta- two. Ta-ta- I, don't I, just, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I still, and I also still believe that, dude, they, they take it sensitively because they fucking capture kids. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, come on, that, they, that's, that's fine. Just too you, ca- you can't. You thing is, you can't. You can't kill a fucking kid like and just no, no, show it and this it, and that. It, it, like, it, I'm not that, saying that's that. A, so to me, that's why to me, the this movie is still dulled down. But the kids aren't even in fucking threat. He was a bait. It was bait to get the fucking stupid axe. Yeah, but the fucking the fact, that you, that was, the fact that you use the kids so much in the dumb. fucking film that this oh, it's really bad. Goes, I gotta fucking appear in front of them and yeah, and no. talk to them and the adoption and the little, shit at the, the end too. Shit, the little shit that you're talking about, like no, oh, fuck, I'm trying to I'm trying to console you guys. That shit was all cheesy as fuck. But that's my fucking point. No, you're just proving my point. That's my that's what I'm yeah, you are because no. you, you, it's, it, it's exactly what I'm saying. Because there's kids in it, because there's kids in it, this fucking movie isn't made like oh, dopely. But, like, but, I, like but you the would thing expect. was is that the kids. Were That's why ne- I fucking the kids that were way. never. I don't give threat. a shit. No, it, the do. thing is, no, you give a shit because you see the movie so deeply. I don't because it's base. It's well, it's it's fucking surface to me. So to me, surfacely, surfacely, you can't do that with kids so deeply involved in a fucking but, movie. No, you I believe I believe that. You can I do, believe that. You can do movies where kids are under threat. I I don't. I didn't say with the kill climate, kids. With the climate, with the climate, you no. can't. With the climate, you can't. You can't even say fucking certain words, Sam. And you know that for a fucking fact because everybody is so sensitive. They, so no, 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 no. Listen to me. I understand what you're what you're trying to say. I get you, but you have to understand. Meet me half fucking way, bro. Understand that I also think that these things happen because there are people that think like me the way that there are people that think like you. Understand that? I understand. So 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 what? So those people also are fucking involved with all the shit that's going on. You can't just fucking. No one's gonna want to be seeing that kind of shit, dude. If you can't go crazy, like it's just a fucking. It's the, movie, the movie's not rated yeah. R. It's PG thirteen. It's just like ah, there yeah, are, you, you can't go crazy. When, I, when as soon as I didn't, I had no idea. Me personally, I had nothing. I didn't know anything about this fucking film. I didn't look, see trailers. I didn't see this. I didn't see because I'm not fucking into that bullshit. I can give two fucks less. I just want to see the fucking film. Yeah. And when as soon as I saw the kids and they introduced those kids and them being such a big part of it, I was like, this movie's. It's like me watching a fucking musical for yeah. an animated fucking movie, straight up. That's what the fuck I felt. I felt like I was going to watch fucking Lucas or Luca, whatever the fuck. That's what I felt like. I felt like I was going to watch a kitty film. Yeah. Okay, so for me, when you watch a kitty film, eh, you got to keep it fucking interesting for the kids. Other than that, like, they're not, to me, they, they didn't think about the adults for this film. Well, they don't think about, it. no. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I'm saying that's what, I'm, that's what I thought. Yeah, no. So that's why for me, it's just like, eh, whatever. Like, no. for, for what it was, I guess it was fucking like whatever. For me, I think you can do a movie where it seems like kids are actually going to be under threat, but they were never, that's the thing. It was always a ploy. It was a decoy. It was a bait. So the thing is, is like, sure. But like, if you're going to do that, yeah, but like. They bait it so much in the film. They bait it and they no, fucking no, show, no, him, but I'm, have but him show up again that's, and have him show up again. Like, man, I don't give a fuck. Right. I, oh, you gave the fucking power to these kids. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, no. That movie was that's bad. It, that's my point. The movie that's, is bad. That's my point. That's, I just don't give a fuck enough because there's kids in this shit and I could give two fucks less. Mm, that's okay. why. That's, yeah. that's my point. That's my point. So I know when there's kids involved, you're not going to go crazy. You're not going to go crazy in anything I fucking see unless it's like. Something I don't know. I don't even. I don't even think there's anything brutal besides like maybe Shinzo's list where they fucking show some crazy ass shit like that. But for me, like nowadays with the climate, dude, they're not gonna take it anywhere, anywhere close to that, anywhere close to that. 
It's just not going to fucking happen anymore. I, but I wasn't. Things but, are changing but, so but, much. But you also think like what I'm what I'm trying to say is that oh, you got to fucking murder kids. I'm not nah, saying no. You because you're kids. also saying that you, I, you can you're saying give, that, that story was fucking was it well done. But like I said, I'm it, just taking it for what it kind of was. I'm not trying to get too deep with it because I don't see movies deep like that. Yeah. So well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, like you see the, the deepness, and I get exactly what you're saying. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You are right about that shit, 100. percent But like I said, for me, for surface for surface aspect of it all. That's how way I saw it. It was just like, ah, fuck. As soon as I saw that kind of shit, I was just like, this movie's not going to be that fuck. It's going to be like yeah. real, real ah, bland. It's just going to try to get through it. And there was nothing really impressive about what they were showing. Even the fact like in the, in the beginning of the movie, they don't show you the fucking real relationship between Christian Bale and his fucking daughter. No, there's no, there's no reason level. to fucking really feel like, oh, fuck. Like I care about his uh, agony and pain that he had to go through. It was so fucking quick. It didn't even matter. Yeah. That's why. That's why. That's the way. That's why. And then it goes to the kids, and all they kidnap the kids, and it's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, okay, this is and, not gonna be. And, and also, uh, you know, the the uh, the Jane Foster shit, like how they introduced her, I felt like was kind of messy. And see, that's some of the shit I don't even I don't even know because those those films, I think out of I saw them once when yeah. I finally decided to see all the Marvel fucking after Infinity War. Yeah. But I don't remember any of it. I remember it's a, it's a lot. Asleep, you're, you're, talking about, you're talking about 24 films, and then Thor is four films that are tied together, plus all the side shit. I mean, like, you know, but I mean, like, so, but for me, like, it's a five. And, yeah. And, you know, I wanted to do this real quick. I want, so Black Widow, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange, uh, The Multiverse of Madness, yeah. and Thor, Love and Thunder. Now, I'm going to rescore these fucking things, yeah. but... I want you to rank them. Like, how would you rank these films? I, I okay. Look, I can't even rank them because you don't remember. Them? I no, no, it's not that. No, I do remember them. But to rank them to me, the only one, the, uh, the, the only, the only ones so that I far. really feel like were fucking straight good films, like solid, solid stories, solid everything about them. It was really interesting and all that kind of shit. Was Shang Chi and Spider Man? Yeah, the other ones were just, eh, just fucking like exactly Thor, Eternals. All shit is just like a Black Widow, just like a whatever fucking movie. They didn't. Yeah. It's just it wasn't very, very because uh, I cool. I, like I, oh, the stories weren't like crazy, like evolved and like nothing. It was just like whatever. well, because also like it doesn't even feel like they're moving towards something major at all. It feels like they're all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I will say this: if I was gonna rank them right now, it'd be Spider Man at the top, Shang Chi right behind that, and then here's where it gets fucking torn for me because I don't particularly care for these movies as well, and I would probably put. Black Widow right after that. And I mean, like, it's not a strong, like, hey, you're in third place. It's like only because you're there. Then I would probably put Thor, Love and Thunder after that, and then go the Eternals and then Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. And if I was going to score them, if I was going to rescore these films, obviously, uh, it's um, Spider Man's still going to get my 10 because Spider Man has my heart. That was really fucking Shang well Chi. done, though, man. Yeah, yeah it was. Shang, those, all those other shit, all those fucking stories. Shang Chi gets a nine from me, but I would say Black Widow gets a six. Um, I would say that Thor gets a five. Yeah. The Eternals gets. I'm gonna go half point here. I'm gonna go four and a half. Nah, it's a five, man. It's a five. Some hike. I see. So that's uh, it. you know, <laughs> it's five. You know, you know. Actually, what? Yeah, she sure. Up, she cooks. If I rank them, sure. Thor, Love and Thunder gets a five. The Eternals gets a five from me, and I would fucking it's give a high rating just because it has earned it. You know. It, yeah, it's just a, it's just a middle ground. It's just whatever, and I would give Doctor Strange a four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, honestly, like af as time has gone on from these films. 
these only two films in this fucking franchise actually stand out even, to me. For me, even um, like I said, look for fucking Thor and Love and Thunder. Look at how it ended, dog, with him and a fucking little girl kicking ass. Sam, yeah, yeah, no. are you gonna tell me they're gonna make a fucking movie with a little kid that kicks ass like that? No, they're not. Thank you. That's my fuck. Okay. No, well, Maybe I, mean, I should have started off with that. Maybe I should laugh with that. Look at how the fucking ended. That shit is just cheesy as fuck to me. That's cheese ball action all day. Yeah, all I mean, fucking day. Because honestly, like, well, you know what? It's like, like catering to everybody but me and you. But you know what? The, I think the better thing is, is that you could do a Thor. Yeah, you actually, could do it smartly. No, I believe but you know that what too. I mean? But you know what I mean? Like, you could do it where she doesn't have superpowers. But that's, my, that's why I say he's just taking. It don't care matter of her. if you're Taika Waititi. You're still gonna. You can't but, but have you know, gold every time. But it's not gonna. No, fucking, of course you gonna I, have I, a folly. No, I'm not. Of course you're not gonna have gold every time. Like that's that's just ludicrous. Obviously. Yeah. But I mean, like you could have done could, something be Drake, where, you know what I mean? Where you know they're oh, in, I thought you were talk shit they're 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 <laughs> doing because you're not letting me fucking finish my fucking thought. Um, you know they're doing the thing where like Thor is almost like Finding Nemo drops her off at school. It's like, all right, I gotta go fucking take care of shit. <laughs> Finding Nemo side though, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, it, I get something you. where he's like, okay, fine, I will accept the responsibility of this. But instead of giving her fucking superpowers and, oh, let's go fight, you could have been like, she's just a normal kid. She's just been given this opportunity to actually have a life. And so now Thor has a responsibility to be like, all right, cool. You're going to go to school. I'm still going to do my superhero stuff, but I'm going to be here to tuck you in. Like something cute like that would have been fucking better than being like, oh, she's got a superpower. Oh, these kids who are only bait. uh, How do we get these kids out of here? You could have opened up a fucking portal. I don't know, fucking use a portal. Yeah, you could have got that Heimlich fucking thing and yeah. zapped them out of there with Or the you just told the kids, like, you know, know just, the fucking, just the, hang the back. Getting... I'll take care of all this yeah. shit. Like, something stupid. But fucking give them all your fucking powers? Are you out of your fucking mind? The shadows were coming, fool. You know, oh, I'm scared. Oh, fucking God. Don't turn off that, the light. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. And, I, you know, I asked people on my Instagram, render me Sam, by the way. Uh, and uh, one of them was my wife. She literally put Thor at the bottom. That's her war at, at, a, at how if you would rank them. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like shocked because obviously uh Ragnarok. <laughs> well, but, nah, but yeah, well, no, but the is, thing like is, said, it's a if you fucking film. put them in a in a in a Ragnar- cage match. Ragnar- no, if you put all those films, dude, Ragnarok really sits fucking high. It's a high bar to hit. Yeah. That fucking film is really, really well done. And and that's that's my point. Like within the Thor films, just Thor, dude, fucking Ragnarok's no, fucking no. is just Top of the notch. You can't. It's Ragnarok, really. Ra- it's Ra- really hard to find the flaws within that film. Uh, I, even even. Uh, I because the thing is they do categorize things right. Like they have his relation. He has an arc. Yeah. It, Hulk has an arc. Valkyrie has an arc. Loki has an arc. Even fucking the Carl Urban's small time character yeah. has an arc. Yep. He wants to be fucking a, a, a bad guy. He wants to be a badass. And then he just wants fuck, to be somebody of like power, of like, importance. Yeah. And when he sees that he's signed up with Hel- Helga, and he's like, oh, I, I don't know if I Helga. can do this, you know. And then he fucking goes through an arc and eventually flips sides. But there's growth on all the characters, yeah. and all their relationships, even I the feel, wolf, yo. Yeah. I feel like in this film there was no growth. They're just kind of going along. Yeah, and, that's and, what that's. Yeah. It's like they, the the their characters are so the characters feel bland. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? That's the shit for me. That's what I mean. For when I saw the kids, I was like, "That's just gonna be a bland film. It's nothing." So you just and you, it had you already were gone off. You saw the kids, yeah. and just like fuck it, brain off. Because it just felt like they were too too much part of the film over and over. Like, oh fuck. It got to a point where the second time where he yeah. was like being imagined already, he's like, oh, trying to like say some well, smart ass dumb shit that didn't even fucking wasn't cool. I, I was just like, but you know what, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this the, is not 
Yeah, well, well, another thing was weird. It was like, like the '80s music to try to fucking uh, uh, give you the feel of Ragnarok and give you the feel of the other stuff. I take an account of all that kind of shit as I'm watching the film. Yeah, whatever fucking first appears sounds shit like that. The way they, the way they even the fact that they show uh, Thor and the little girl jumping through the air and they do that shit four fucking times or five times in the film. Yeah. I pay attention to that kind of shit and it tells me what the fuck it is they're doing with the film so surfacely. Yeah. You know, when it's a real good fucking story, then I get, I get, I start to understand, like, oh shit, it maybe not to the depth that you do, but I'm felt, like, oh shit, this is fucking actually pretty fucking real, well written. Also, the 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 sound stage where they filmed that first battle at the temple, I was like, oh man, this looks cheap. Yeah, this looks fucking cheap. Does yeah. not look, doesn't look like a fucking alien planet. It looks like they put fucking uh, painted rocks around. And they had that video screen, and off we go. I think another reason also I caught that editing slip with the quickness and that, uh, that, that was like, what the, how the fuck did you, it, it, for me it was so, I thought you would have caught it myself, I'm not going to lie. But it's such a small thing. I think I was more, my whole thing was like, uh, how is this going? Where is this going? Yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, it, the, the phase four films so far, have been disappointing. Fuck yeah, for to say the least. Yeah, disappointing. Out of what six, two are good. So out of six, two are good. And a lot of people, there are people who don't like Shang Chi. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, and that was well, really well done. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, there are problems. I, with I Shang-Chi. only know, uh, we had this problems, but there's only two of the besides you. There's one other person that I know, the homie Ruben. Shout out to Ruben. Fucking, uh, he's the only the person like Shang Chi. Everybody else I know at work fucking didn't like it. Wow, and you know, I would I would constantly remind them of how wrong they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was. No, it I was mean, good. it's the same I thing. It. Like uh, uh, Thor, uh, I looked it up before recording the podcast. Thor Ragnarok, critic wise, sits at a sixty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Its overall score, because you have to click to open it up, yeah, is six point six out of ten. Okay, eighty uh, percent of the audience that has watched it likes Thor Ragnarok, and I thought to myself, like. Man, that's eighty percent of people who are are, are wrong. Like, you, like you could be like, "This was fine." Like, I think if somebody was like, "This was fine," I'd be like, "Okay, cool, you're on board." Like, you're like, "Yeah, it, it was just fine." You because you also saw the surface level of it, and you just fuck it, said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna roll with the punches." Yeah. Instead of like me, who is I'm like, I'm expecting you to tell me a story. And don't get me wrong, like, of course there are movies where I can turn my fucking brain off. One of my favorite films uh, that I like from the Wachowskis, besides The Matrix. Uh, is Speed Racer, and that is not a fucking dense goddamn movie, yeah. but it, it it's an enjoyable film. It's a it, fucking enjoyable film. But yeah, it's still. Like but it, but another thing it does do is it does have character arc, like all. The, it, it still gives me the basic journey, even if the story is like basic as shit. There's still an a a starting point, and they go through the fucking alphabet and end at Z. Yeah. And with this film and with Doctor Strange and all that shit, it feels like they're jumping. From A to H to fucking Z to, to Q to Z. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not actually giving these characters growth. And I, I think at this point, I'm pretty frustrated with how Marvel's been playing out. Even with their television shows. I like Loki. I like WandaVision. And then kind of like the rest of them, I don't even remember them. Like, I remember we said we enjoyed Captain America and the Winter, and the Winter Soldier. But I don't remember it at all now. Like, that's how forgettable the whole, the whole experience was. Fuck you, right? I don't remember that shit. Hawkeye, I don't fucking remember shit. I remember it had Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> like Hawkeye, I remember that one because I want. The only scene I remember is one where they fight like him and the girl. They fight in like a. Uh, it looks like a. It's there in New York somewhere, like like a in like a central oh, the plaza, van? like a central plaza, no, in a central plaza, oh. and that's all I remember. Other than that, I'm oh, that's right. They fought scene. at the, they fought at Rockefeller Center, I think. Yeah, see, okay, something it. like that. That's all I remember. Yeah. If I think about any other scene, I c- cannot. 
blank. Yeah. I actually do remember the the green screen car chase. Oh, I remember the uh, beginning and they find the wine cellar. I remember that now. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like think about it hard. Fucking how long that yeah, how long did that take me to come up with? Yeah, and it just be, and like we talked about, like it feels like the middle of their shows always run slow. Yeah. I mean, and that goes to Star Wars as well. Like it just feels like they don't know what they're doing. And but I, another thing that I'm trying to understand is like when they say comic books, right? You read these big fucking arcs. And you get to the the climax of these stories they're working on. Usually, um, comic books have to reset. So you know, a lot of people are trying to be like, "Well, you know, this is like the reset period of film, like where the the stakes are going to be a little bit lower before they start building back up again." Yeah. Because everybody's assuming that they're going to build towards Secret War, um, okay. which is another major event in the Marvel uh, comic universe. But I honestly don't feel like just because in comic books you're going to have that happen. I think with films, it's a different medium. And I don't think you can have the same excuse of like, well, these are just going to be okay because they're resetting stuff. Yeah. I'm like, right. I think with film, because you don't get an issue every month or an issue every quarter or whatever. I'm like, you know, it just, I understand in comic book form because you need a breather. You need some downtime to come down from the highs of the comic book. Yeah. As you've cultivated these story, uh, culminated these stories. So I'm just frustrated, I think. So okay. but we'll see. Uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a five for me. It's a six from Mike. Uh, any tidbits at all this week? Uh, none. Perfect. Zero. Um, yeah, guys, thank you for joining us. Thank I got a tidbit for you, though. Write us a review on uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Look at that. Look at that. Write us a review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Uh, rate us uh, with a score number at uh, Spotify. Yeah, hopefully the, the the guy, I think his name was Mark, that won the fucking poster. Hopefully you get it because Ryan finally came through. Shout out to Ryan the Lion. Oh, he finally picked and, it up. And uh, yeah, I, well, I finally remembered to give it to him. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can find us as the Renderos Bros. So Ryan has it. Fool. Get it Get it from him. Yeah. Uh, the Renderos Bros. Um, so call me a fool, okay, bro? <laughs> and you can find us individually as Brender Me Sam. I'm Hollywood Mike with a double I in uh, Hollywood. Again, find us on anchor.fm slash Derenderos Bros. Um, next week, I'm not sure um, what we're going to do. Yeah, um, we need to fucking see what the fuck's popping. Yeah, because, uh, you know, movie, we could, movie uh, rate, uh, we could rate uh, uh, The Man from Toronto with, with uh, Kevin Hart and uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, when and, he uh, plays the, Woody, uh, Woody, the assassin, uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, yeah. I know how much a fan of uh, Kevin Hart you are. I actually don't hate Kevin Hart. I just feel like he's been typecast as the short, funny guy, and it just doesn't work all the time. Okay. But I don't I don't hate Kevin Hart. It's Kevin James that you're thinking about. No. Uh, <laughs> I thought maybe you hated Kevin Hart, too. You know what I mean? Just because no, yeah, no. uh, the type of movies he comes out in, that's it. Uh, no. I I mean, like, they're not movies that I'm going to go watch. It's yeah. just, it, he, he's fine. I think he's a funny comedian. I run right for him, player. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. We'll let you guys know on Instagram what we decide. Yeah, I need to read a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs>